This is I'd Rather Be Right, a podcast about big ideas and better predictions. And dick jokes. Which is why this isn't financial, legal, or even dating advice. We might be rich, successful, and good-looking, but Mark Cuban hates us. So prepare to enjoy the best podcast that only awesome, charming, and attractive people like you listen to. Hello, and welcome back to the I'd Rather Be Right podcast with Luke and Nate. And if it's your first time, welcome to the podcast. It is Monday, December 20th. We missed last week, so we're going to give you two, that, or at least we're going to record two this week. Uh, I'm here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Nate is in, I think, beautiful, sunny, liberal elitesville on the moon with Elon Musk hiding from taxes with all the Bitcoin billionaires at this point. <laughs> Nate... That's a very long place. That was like a that was a very like you're just like you're free flowing there for a minute. You're like, where where is he? I guess he's I went to my happy place. So first of all, sunny the moon. I don't think the moon is all that sunny. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be just as sunny as the earth, right? I mean it can be at times, but you can also be like dark dark, the dark side of the moon, right? It's certainly certainly not the dark side of the moon, I guess. Guess it depends on the tidal like the earth, so yeah, I don't know what you would yeah. But does that mean like you have days on the moon? Yeah, you do. You it's do. Sorry, like, you, do, you do have sun you on have part days? of it. Because in fact, when you see the moon, it's like I guess when you see the moon, that's the sun reflected, right? So I guess you must have sun. Up right, there. but you're always seeing the same side of the moon because it's tidally locked with the Earth, so you never see the dark. We've never seen the dark side of the moon, right? So it 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 as it goes around the Earth, it faces us. But I but the other side must get sun sometimes. I I don't, I don't know. I, we need some astronomers here. So someone please let us know. I I, I think so. I, it's got to get sun and sometimes like. Yeah, we're out of our depth here. We're out of our depth here. Apparently, we don't know anything about the moon. So so, uh, so we all the things look. we know about, Ooh, like we... Sherlock Holmes, where he was like, "Who cares about stars?" Like, <laughs> who cares? I find it like interesting, like some of the space, but like sometimes I just find it like way too depressing to think about how we're I love basically. It. So do you ever get like wrapped in the depressing nature of the fact that we basically amount to nothing? It's not depressing. It's that's how I like live my whole life. It's always in my head of how insignificant I am and how nothing really matters. That's what gives me power. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the opposite. I think it takes away my power. I, I like ah, to believe that I like to matters, believe that I, I like to believe that I matter and the things we do matter. And, and, and in the grand no. scheme of things, they don't. In the cosmic scheme of things, they don't. Like we can, like you could literally murder all the people in the world, and in the cosmic yeah. future of world, it doesn't matter at all. And it doesn't and, matter. So that should free that... you to build the atomic bomb. That you want <laughs> exactly. That's what scares me. Like, like yeah. Just I don't know. So for, I'm the opposite. It does not energize me. It, it zaps energy oh, from me. I love it. I love thinking about that. Like that some parts of the universe like energize me, but like if I get too into it, I'm just like I get dropped. Like yeah. Like, it's a little sad we'll never see it, but like it, it's kind of cool. You're like, oh, that's that's pretty crazy out there, and then you still have to pay like your water bill, and you're like, life is insane sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the point? <laughs> Why do we have these systems? Like, it, I, I think about that kind of stuff a lot, but it doesn't matter. You still have to go to work. No, yeah, so that's why we're doing this podcast. Speaking of this podcast, I guess it's time to get into the nature of the, uh, the bulk of this podcast. So I will introduce it because it's mostly going to be Luke's show, but I want to explain what happened here. So there's a, you know, we tried to come up with some topics to talk about. One of the ones I kept harping on was I wanted to do a marketing episode because Luke is an expert marketer 
I read some stuff, but I'm nowhere near an expert on it. And I do find it fascinating. Uh, and I wanted, and I thought it would be fun to do a deep dive on marketing. And we might have, we're probably going to do multiple different deep dives on marketing. But this one, we decided mainly he's going to give us the basics of marketing. And then we're going to treat it as if he's pitching me as a client for the podcast. We want to market the podcast. This is partly because we need to get this done anyway. We don't have enough listeners yet. We have we have loyal listeners. We don't have enough yet listeners, and we want to build this podcast up. And and we thought, oh, this is a way to kill kill two birds with one stone. So you guys are going to get to hear the work we're doing. He's going to, he developed a marketing plan. He's going to pitch it to me like I'm a client, and you're going to get my general reactions for the first time. I've never I haven't seen any. I haven't read it yet. Uh, do not know what's coming up. So you guys are going to hear all the questions that someone who doesn't know, who's never really done a marketing campaign is going to ask all the questions of a marketer. And we're hoping that that will help you guys. And certainly it'll help us because we actually get some work done on the podcast, the stuff that is not recording. So that's what's going on here. And without further ado, Luke, take it away. Pitch me. Heck yeah. Yeah. So as Nathan said, I am a professional marketer. It is my day job. Uh, so I've done this a lot and yeah, killing two birds with one stone. They, they do say this, you know, we might call this content marketing. And one of the things to do in content marketing is a document instead of creating. And especially if you're not like a screenwriter, it's just it's like vloggers and all those things. They just document their life and then sure they chop it up and they make it fancy. So that's a, uh, this is part of what we're getting into, but first we need to kind of get into like, what is marketing? A lot of people, have the wrong idea about marketing or don't know what it is or think it's everything or think it's nothing uh think it's the devil some people on reddit um so let's why don't we start with a definition so marketing refers to activities a company undertakes or individual i suppose um to promote the buying or selling of a product or service now i say that because the keyword in there is promote so it's not selling I think selling kind of is under marketing, but really it's just to get someone to the sale. So the way I see marketing is everything up to uh, and including the sale, but everything up to at least until you hand off that prospective customer um, to sales department. And then marketing can take over afterwards as well. But uh, now we have to get a little abstract because eventually we're going to talk about podcasts and like obviously we're not selling anything here we just want you guys to listen we want more so, people to listen we want, we, we you want guys more are people listening. to listen you guys are yeah listening. but yeah but actually like why do people podcast at all well to get paid for it how do they get paid advertisers or people like me pay them to sell their products so con- so podcasts are marketing like they're all marketing all television is marketing uh the term soap opera that's where it comes from is because mm-hmm. procter and gamble the company that probably makes your toothpaste and your soap needed a way to sell more soap. And the way they did that was they would put shows on the radio, uh, dramas, and then in between the shows or during the shows, they would read ads for their soap. And that's where uh, soap operas came from. And then when TV came along, uh, they started doing television. So that's literally why they're called soap operas because P&G invented dramas to sell Products and services. It sounds uh, like product placement as well. Do, were, they, were they using ever using product placements? Services? A little different. But I don't were, know they, if they were inside the I, show or not. In yeah. the beginning, I don't think so because for, it was on radio. And I like go back and if you look at the first commercial, like product placements, more creative type of thing that came later. Gotcha. Uh, I just think in the beginning they were just like reading a play, and then they would go, 
brought to you by Procter and Gamble soap. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's real crazy. The first advertisement is literally just like, Hey, use our product. Yeah. Like that was it. <laughs> You're like, okay. So product placements more of like trying to bring some inception yeah. into advertising. And I wouldn't say product placement really works that well, but a thing with marketers is we're really good at selling our services, whether they work or not. Yeah, yeah I feel like companies. product placement either really works exceptionally well or doesn't have any impact, probably. Yeah. It's one yeah. of these things. It gets a little either deep. You, I don't you, you either have ET yeah. Reese's I don't PCs, think it works, but well, you either have ET Reese's PCs, which is an exceptional right. one, right? Or or you right. don't. But yeah. Or you don't. And most anyway. of it, most people they can tell. You're watching a movie, they get in a Ford, you're like, all right. And they, they spend anyways. way too much time shooting the Ford, yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah, but that gets into our next question is, does marketing actually work? It's everywhere. Everyone hears about it. They hate on it a lot, right? And a lot of people say, well, like, does marketing even work? I don't even click on ads. I always use the skip button on YouTube, right? Like I fast forward on my podcast, like does marketing actually work? And to that, I would say you can do kind of like a proof in your head, right? Like do the biggest companies in the world, do they have marketing teams or not? And the answer is like they do, because if they didn't, then everyone who has a marketing team has a competitive advantage over a company that doesn't have a marketing team. And so it's almost like a, like indirect and proof. Like, yeah. My understanding works. is Coke has tried to can't like reduce their marketing team and found it didn't work because yeah. they were, the question was Mark, you know, Coke kind of sells itself once you've had it and they're so well known at this point, do they even need it? And my understanding is they've tried to reduce the force and then they've had to buy it back because they realized it was actually hurting. Mm -hmm. yeah this doesn't mean like does a specific like does, do tv ads work or does podcast advertising work like i'm not getting into that i'm saying in general does marketing work and the data is really unequivocal I, I can't present you data here obviously but like the data is unequivocal yeah i've seen it in my life i've seen it help companies marketing works you absolutely 100 need it if you're gonna try to sell something yep without marketing it just doesn't work and the reasons of that are a little nuanced. Maybe we can get into that one day. It's more of a philosophical uh, answer. But so, fine. Marketing works. Uh, oh, I have actually have an interesting quote here because I was thinking like, oh, does marketing work? And um, if you kind of Google why, uh, why do companies fail, one of the main reasons is actually because they don't have enough marketing. They don't have good enough marketing. They don't have big enough marketing budget. They have bad marketing. That's like generally listed as oftentimes a... Uh, one of the top three reasons companies fail. Another one is they don't have enough money, which comes back to, well, they don't have enough sales, right? Which is has to do with marketing. So if marketing does work, like how do we have marketing that works? How do we have effective marketing as one might say? And that gets really technical that we're not going to get into here. And it also depends on what you're talking about. You can talk about social media marketing, uh, paid ads, email marketing, product marketing, uh, you can get into like how you work with analytics, conversion rate optimization, growth marketing. Those all have like certain. And, and also what your goal is, right? Because some people right, want to grow really big. fast. Some people want to do sales. Right now, if you're selling a company, we've talked about this. We've joked about how you don't even need to make revenue. You just need to make growth. Um, whereas right. the other places, maybe they need to make sales. And so like, what are you mm -hmm. optimizing for? Is it effective for that or is it just effective for something else? Yeah, a lot of, yeah, we, we've kind of made fun of it maybe on the podcast before yeah. about how right now the VC culture is really toxic and a lot of companies out there aren't viable companies because basically what happens is 
VCs give these startup companies hundreds of millions of dollars. They take those that money and they pump it into marketing to get users. And those users aren't profitable, but it, they get users, it drives revenue, and it looks good so they can do another round of funding. But that's how you get a lot of companies like Uber and maybe Postmates and these companies. DoorDash, DoorDash I think. Yeah. Or DoorDash, yeah. We work, we work for it's sure. All marketing. We work. we work for sure. It's all marketing. So, like, you <laughs> You can build a giant company on nothing but marketing. And, well, that, I mean, I mean that's also, it, um, I mean, it's also how you can commit fraud. Like, uh, what, uh, yeah. Theranos. Theranos is Theranos, basically yeah. largely marketing. Deal. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's go, gone far, go, going far enough, you can create a fraud situation. I'm not saying yeah. Uber or these other guys are, but Theranos, I think, really was fraud. No. Just, and yeah, if you ever wonder, like, does marketing work? Think about this. Like, where does marketing come from? And marketing comes from propaganda. That's literally like propagandists back after World War II, World War One. They needed a new job and they invented marketing, but it's just propaganda just for companies. Yeah, I heard and about the guy who propaganda did, does. Who did the advertising campaign for Lucky Strike? I read that one recently. I read that story yeah. recently, and he so apparently, uh, I think it was Philip Morris, whoever the guy who, uh, who owned all the tobacco companies, realized whoever owned Lucky mm-hmm. Strike was like if. Women weren't socially allowed to smoke. So if they were smoking at all, they were smoking hidden. They weren't smoking in public. And he goes, that's 50% of the market. If I, so this was not a women's rights issue. This was a, um, this was, can I, if I can do that, that's, we can print our own money. That's a gold mine we just haven't hit. And so he hired the guy to change the perception. And he yep. sent, he hired a bunch of women, including his secretary, to smoke up as a mm-hmm. part of women's rights, because it was pretty, pretty big after World War II. Remember, they suddenly got jobs. And so now they're like, now it's freedom. It's w- women's freedom. And they had them yeah. light up during the Easter parade, which was similar to the Macy's Day parade back in the day. And light up, come out, light up, and s- smoke Lucky Strike. And they even had them specifically say stuff to the cameras. And, of course, he made sure all the news industry were there, and they were getting interviewed. And he made sure that they said stuff like, it doesn't matter which brand – uh, it doesn't matter which brand, but this right. is about women's rights. To make it like it's not about Lucky Strike, who's just trying to right. change the culture. And pretty soon after that, and within yep. a year, their their profits were off the mark, off the off the charts. So that happens. That's happened a lot. A lot of things that people think are just tradition or part of our culture, or even just facts, are is literally just marketing. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Diamonds. Pure marketing. Diamonds, diamonds spent, yeah, diamonds are forever. Spend three months of your salary on diamonds. No, like first of all, the fact that diamonds are even valuable or, or rare, they're not. It's this is entirely all the marketing. It's all yeah. marketing. All this, a lot of smoking, or a lot of smoking. You know, even with man and the Marlboro man, like all marketing. There's a lot of things, and you, I mean, you could spend hours diving Talking into on. these things. Like, yeah, and at some point we should, and, and a lot of it's marketing. And at some oh, point we should, yeah, it's huge. at some point we should go through some. It. But I didn't think that was interesting because I read that recently. Yeah. So it's crazy. But like, so why does like that work? Like what is effective marketing and can you just, and like, so I'll, I'll take the story you were just talking about the lucky strikes. And so when you create effective marketing, some people will think like, well, how do I make people want my product or how do I make people like what I want them to like? And that's not how marketing works. And oftentimes what you have to do, how you have effective marketing is you have to give people what they want. There's a, a very famous um, advertiser inside the advertising world probably no one listening to this well i've heard of him but eugene swartz wrote this book called breakthrough advertising and in that the first three chapters are, are phenomenal if you're in marketing or advertising phenomenal hard to get the book though actually kind of funny really hard to find that book it's like 150 bucks i of course have one but in the first three chapters he talks about how 
you can't create demand. You can only channel demand. Demand already exists, like mass demand. All these people already exist. And so in the women's rights movement, there was already a demand for women. They wanted to distinguish themselves. They wanted to, now that they had all these freedoms, right, or getting more freedoms, wanted to express themselves. And so Lucky Strike took that and directed it towards cigarettes. Not the best thing to do. Um, but back then they all thought it was good for you, maybe. <laughs> but so that's how you make uh, that's how you make effective marketing. And the reason I bring that up is because that's going to come in later. Uh, when you specifically start talking about the podcast is you need to give people what they want. And so the second question would be like, what do people want? Here's another fun fact for you. Uh, the best way to kind of figure out what we all want a lot of things, but you can really boil it down. And what most people would say is you're going to boil it down into maybe the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? You want safety, you want security, you want love. Uh, you know, eventually you're going to want self-actualization. Something we were all taught. Fun fact Maslow didn't come up with a Maslow's hierarchy of needs. A marketer came up with that. Uh, a management consultant was reading some psychological papers. Maslow had like 14 or 40, some crazy number of things. And he's like, that's not going to work. Turned it into a pyramid, made it nice and, uh, nice and uh, appetizing, and then actually went around and presented this to companies. And that's actually how we have the Maslow's hierarchy of needs these days. So uh, I, it I is started, backed by science, but. I started watching, uh, I started reading a new book, uh, called Wanting. Do you have you read that yet? Uh -uh, it. It's just started. It's called Wanting: The Power of Mimetic Desire in Everyday Life, mm -hmm. and it's arguing uh, relatedly that it's not actually the uh, Lazarus hierarchy needs. Mm -hmm. It's like we got the first two we need, but we don't actually want self-actualization. We want these other things because right. we want what other people want. Fundamentally, mimetic right. desire is the only way to want anything is because other people want it. Uh, and I would say, is, why do we want what other people want? Like, what does that give us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, but but the point is like status and power. But, but their point say. is like his point is that you literally can't want anything unless someone else wants yeah. it. Like that's literally how it's like inceptioned right. into our brains, right? And that's right. how that's the book where I read the Lucky Strike um, thing. But the whole point is, yeah. uh, regardless, it's, it's either Lazarus hierarchy needs or it's Lazarus hierarchy mm -hmm. needs because other people want it, right? You want love because your right. best friends are in love. If you're, if this happens all the time. You know, your friend falls in love and you're like, oh, I really should find my boyfriend right. or girlfriend. And they're like getting married. Right. And like, I don't really want to get married. It wasn't just, yep. it wasn't just that you've always wanted to get married. It said it happened just in front of you to people. Jealousy is like, that's jealousy, right? We're just describing jealousy. Yeah, uh, and 100%. that's human, human nature. So I think there's an element Keeping of Keeping up with wanting, the Joneses. Yes, I think wanting is partly uh, wanting what other people want, but related to the headlines. It's true. It's true. And you can you can affect these wants, but I'll just take a step back. Eugene Swartz, basically what he says is like, you can create a new want, but you would have to spend so much. Gotcha. You'll probably never be able to do that. Like you have to be De Beers or Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. Like, you can, like you're, you're going to have to advertise to everyone for decades to make people want. So 99.9% .9 of businesses and people you're not ever going to create a what we call a like a generational demand. Or so, great demand. so what you're really trying to do more often is probably substitute. I think, I guess, like like oh, it, you want a car? Substitutes. I want this car, right? I want kind of uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Or find a want. I mean, there's a lot of businesses. I think we can go down the side road. A lot of businesses, what they do is they don't necessarily give you what like they they're just making things easier because people want things to be easier. And so a lot of companies, I mean, even Amazon, just let's just take Amazon. They didn't necessarily, like they invented a lot of new yeah, stuff they, kind of on the back end, but they're just bringing you things that you already want. They sell quick, convenience. Cheap. They sell convenience. A hundred percent. Right. Jeff my Bezos house, said. Or things yep. two days later, I get it for free. Exactly. 
That's what it is. When my girlfriend says, oh, we need a thing. I just pull my phone up and I hit buy yeah. immediately. I'm like seven bucks. I don't even care. And it'll be here in two days. Yeah. It's, 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 it's taken a convenience store and made it even mm-hmm. more convenient. And it's like, it's like, yeah. it included everything. Right. In it. And then exactly. Like, and some people be like, oh, well, like, how can you build a sustainable business? Because like, there's no end to human wants. It's forever. It is. People are going to want things and they'll buy a million things. Like it's, it's never going to go away. And so you got to find the, and that kind of gets into how to start a business. Maybe we can do one day, but that like, you got to want, you want to find those things and then yep. kind of exploit it. But really you just want to like coax it. Like, Hey, do you want this thing? Like, so what are like YouTube videos or podcasts? Like people want entertainment and they're going to want it forever. So how do I give you this entertainment in a way that you want? And that's going to kind of bring us into how to market a podcast, right? Yeah. Now we get and so the fun. Now we get specific. <laughs> and right? I get to find so out how I'm going to actually how we're actually going to make money off this thing eventually by getting more viewers. Cause we, we know right. how to make money once we have viewers, but we first need to have uh, listeners. We need, but we need a lot more listeners. Uh, I guess yeah. those, you guys are in the top 20. Hey, welcome to the podcast. You top 20 people. Top 20. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. That's I think we've that. had as high as, you know, we've Oh, had we've had dozens of listeners, had, but consistent. Bitcoin for beginners podcast is over 50 yeah. listens. Uh, Bitcoin for beginners yeah. podcast is by far our highest. Uh, and so we, mm-hmm. we, we, we average around 15%, uh, 15 uh, listeners. Yeah. But right. So we really need to so, get, we, we're looking at, and I will say this before we jump into the thing, I have looked into this a little bit myself on what is the number you need to get to where the, where if we just make a good content, the podcast grows on its own, even if it grows slowly. And the one one thing that kept number that kept coming up was around 150. So 10x right. what we're looking at is what we really want to get to, uh, and that's ignoring the rest of his. We're, we're going to find out in that right now. Just, but I I know I want to get to 150 because once we get to 150, I do feel like we make a solid content, and we have the 150 really great listeners who know what we have, or you know what the podcast is. They'll tell their friends. They're like, oh, you know, you're the kind of person who would like this podcast, and then right. like, maybe you guys can do it. And by the way. If you guys aren't doing that, please do that. We we'd love it. We'd appreciate it. Please do. Yeah, we like it. And review us, rate us on whatever app you're watching. Us. Yep, we need all of it. And so, when we talk about giving people what they want with a podcast, you have to answer one fundamental question, right? Like, what? Like, not what is what does this person want? Because that person's going to ask one thing, and it's what's in it for me. Why should I do this? Like, why should I listen to you? Why should I? buy this thing for you. When you buy from Amazon, what's in it for me? Well, it's cheap and it's fast. Like it's convenient. What's in it for me? It's convenient for me. Why would I buy from you Amazon instead of driving to the store for or CVS or whatever? Cause it's convenient, right? What's in it for me to have a Netflix subscription. Oh, cause I can watch all this content whenever I want at a cheap price. Like, so you need to answer this, like what's in it for me. And there's a number of ways you can kind of look into this. There's a, well, there's a number of like different, like, like we were kind of talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. There's a number of like answers to that question. Uh, and it seems simple, but it can be difficult. But so what I did was I just like you have done as I looked at our episodes and I thought like, okay, well, what have we done so far? We've only been out this for about a year. And so, or it, I think we maybe have missed four podcasts and like, and the year's not over. So maybe only two really so far. Um, and you got to think about like, so if you're going to market a podcast, like what's in it for the listener? What are they going to get out of it? And the answer I've come up with, it'll be interesting to hear yours, is what we really offer is if we stick to that Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we're we're in the safety part, right? Because we're offering, you know, we're, we're throwing around some taglines right now, you know, 
how to use systems thinking, make bold bets, or how to predict the future. Like, what are we talking about? Bitcoin. Why is Bitcoin important? Because it offers future financial security, which is just safety. People want money for safety. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, sure, you want to buy stuff, but you want money to secure your house, to secure your family, so you have food, right? And so why is someone going to listen to like, why do they listen to the Jordan Harbinger show? Or why do they listen to, you know, uh, Tim Ferriss? Like you're looking for little nuggets of wisdom, something that you can leave with and take, hopefully entertaining and for, you're not necessarily going to get something out of, out of every episode. There's inter- entertainment's always a thing. So I'm not really going to mention that a lot, but obviously entertainment's always there. People always want entertainment, but. And that's, why, we, that's podcast, why you get like, the banter from us sometimes. That's why you get the banter from us. Yeah, but it. But if but you we, want, we try yeah, to think about it like a business. But um, actually, interesting. I was out with my friend Charles, uh, who I've known for a decade, who's listened to now six episodes. He jumped around recently, and he was. We were having lunch together, and he goes, "You know, I gotta say, I listen to your podcast, and I'm shocked because it's actually good." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, that's nice, thank right. you." But right. but, but, well, but, but, like, but he said, mean, right? but, one, "But one thing he said about it was like." You guys have that like good rapport. You guys have that banter, but you don't spend the whole time bantering. Like I've had like thirty minutes. You guys, you guys banter for a bit, and then you get it, get into it. And I'm like, yeah, we need to try to like eventually move along. Um, and, right. and so, so, and then, 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 as we as as naturally arises, we will make our jokes, uh, and we don't necessarily know mm-hmm. those are going to happen. But we do try to, I think, do a little bit of both: entertain, educate, uh, and then educate. Which I guess you about, about safety. Like that's what we aim for. I think. Yeah. Which is who we are. It's not like uh, it's not fake, but also at the same time, if you're trying to build a business, we do know that the highest earning podcasts are in the financial niche, you might want to call it, because that has an audience of 25, maybe a little young, I don't know, let's say 28, 30 to 45 affluent people with disposable income who will buy things. So advertisers are willing to spend more money to advertise their products and services on those podcasts because they actually buy things. And, so and like, that, and, like Jordan Harbinger has a very high CPM because of that. Tim Ferriss has a very high CPM because of the kind of people that listen. And if all you do is banter, if you're just like famous for TikTok or that entertainment style of things, their CPMs are actually very low if they get any CPMs because advertisers don't want to advertise to that audience because it might be um, kids or young people that don't have anything to, they can't buy anything. I know what CPMs are, but can you can you define it? Uh, yeah, sorry. It means cost per milli, which is uh, cost per thousand um, per thousand uh, listens in terms of a podcast. So uh, you typically get paid per thousand downloads of a podcast. So someone might pay you twenty bucks CPM, which means you're gonna get twenty bucks every thousand downloads if you read that ad. Uh, on a podcast and so if you have you know then you just got to do the math for however however much you want to make and the hard part with podcasts is 95 percent of them don't have almost any listener they almost like three if you have three thousand we're above average at 15 which is kind of crazy yeah let's put that way it's crazy and the Uh, reason why is because podcasts are actually very very hard to uh, grow and the reason they're hard to grow is actually one of the reasons that makes them so amazing it's because they go out on an rss feed which basically means uh, once we publish the podcast, it sends out to whatever um, podcast player you have, and then your device downloads it. This is fundamentally different from how YouTube works, where you go to a central database, the youtube.com, and then you search a video, or you go to Facebook. When you go to Facebook, you're going to Facebook servers, and you're looking at their content. This is how social media works, even TikTok. And the difference between that is so on YouTube – you can do SEO, you can game the algorithm, you can try to appease the algorithm, it'll suggest 
videos to people watching. And so you can kind of grow that way in podcasting. There's no such there's no mechanism hack. to there's do no, that. There's no hack. There's no hack. The, so it's, it's only word of mouth really. I mean, you can, sure you can, we'll get into some things of like some ways around it, but everything for a podcast is going to be difficult. That's bad and good. Good because podcasting, no one will ever be able to censor podcasting. It's literally impossible because of the certain technology. Thank you, Steve jobs. The reason it is that way is because Steve jobs, didn't see a lot of value in podcasting and said, whatever, just release it on RSS basically. And that's why it's not uh, a beholden to iTunes. I, literally that's why Steve Jobs is like, I don't really care about that. Um, Wouldn't see them, which is funny because yeah, it's the one where he missed. He missed. He really could have, they really could have done But that's good for us because it, for us. it's going to be yeah, it's, podcasting. It's it's, it sounds like it's horror up front, but the upside. So let me understand this. Uh, it's harder up front, but the upside is we do make it, the money really grows close to us, not to the centralized authority, but more to us. Yep. And as a result, we make more money if we ever get to the top 5% or 10%. And you, it, yeah. And you have loyal listeners. When people listen to podcasts, they tend to just stick with those podcasts over time. You kind of build a moat around it, right? Because you don't just go to YouTube, watch a couple of videos, and then you never come back again. You have to and it's like, think about it this way. How easy is it to sell, tell someone how to find a YouTube video? Oh, go to YouTube.com and type this in. They'll find yeah. it. But like telling someone to find a podcast, it's like, okay, well, go to your podcast. Do you have a podcast player? Go to your podcast player, yeah. type this in, hit subscribe, download. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's very different. So it has a big upside at the end, but getting there is actually hard. And a lot of people will tell you don't start a podcast if you want to make money. And of course you want to make money, but we really did this because it's fun and we, we like did it for fun. It, but... And I think, I think we also think I do want to make money off of it, but I figured two or three years, like we were, we were willing to just, if we were enjoying it, we're willing to go for it. Right. Um, right. And that's why we're getting to the point now where I'm like, okay, we need to start growing this thing. If we're really going to stick around for yeah. a decade or more, I, we need to eventually start making money off of it. Uh, and yeah. I'm making, I'm making a tiny bit of money, but I actually don't think it's through this. I don't really know. Cause I just know people are signing up for Swan and sometimes that's in a link. Right. In this. Sometimes it's a link in my blog and sometimes a, I send it directly. Uh, and I'm just considering it all the same thing, but at some point we need to actually figure out where it's coming from. Cause if it's going to you, you need to know right. that but it's like, it's like, but it's like a dollar a week, $5 a week at right. most. And I don't know where it's mean, coming from. Um, you know, what's crazy is how many people I see ask uh, questions on Reddit and on Twitter. How do I make a dollar on the internet? And like you literally with no, no marketing training already figured out how to make money on the internet. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, Swan Bitcoins made it really easy and I got grandfathered in, I got grandfathered in. So, uh, cause I signed up early enough for the thing. They will pay you a significant amount when you first sign up and they'll pay it for three years over a, and they reduce it to just one year to all the new signups, but the original guys got in, uh, get it still get nice. the three years. So I'm like, Anytime anyone signs up for Swan, I, I get a little bit of money. It's a tiny bit of the fee. So I get 25% of their fees, I think is what it is for three years. That's awesome. Uh, um, and, 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 and 25%? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, one guy, I told you this a long time ago, one guy bought a whole Bitcoin. I don't know who it was. And so I had a $108 wow. referral credit that day <laughs> in Bitcoin, huh. paid in Bitcoin. Was it just one day? Because I, I think I might have used your Swan. I bought a lot of Bitcoin on Swan. Oh, maybe it was, maybe it was you. I don't know, but someone, maybe someone it bought me. it at one time. Cause I could kind of backtrack how much I bought. It looked like it was. it was over a couple of days. I did it, but I was DCAing, but then the price was going up and I had to DCA in faster, <laughs> 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 which is not how that works. But, but anyway, yeah, the, that's the only way I've been making any real money off of it. Uh, yeah. And it's, and again, real money is in quotes here, except for that 108. That was a big right. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, so the reason I like want one to five bucks. The reason I want to build a podcast is 
take it back to the philosophy a little bit. If you think about the biggest marketing companies in the world, I'll, I'll pose this question to you. Who do you think the biggest marketing companies in the world are? I don't know. Does Joe Rogan count as a marketing company? <laughs> yeah, he does actually. He does. That's that's interesting. You got it really quickly, actually. Yeah, yeah, he's G- not the biggest. Him but... and Gary V. I feel like are like the two biggest. Like they just like can like Inter- destroy yeah. things heavily. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be these viral guys. It's not the are... right answer, but but you're you're along the right lines. I would say Gary V. Actually has like if you took like the tradition or like the I don't know maybe the textbook definition of what I'm asking, Gary V. Would be up there. He has a very large agency so he actually has a real marketing oh, you know company a huge one it's but, honestly apple and you want to know why they have apple tv which is the largest closer which is the get largest it. marketing campaign for an iphone i've ever seen yeah like, like you're, you're getting it uh you're not they're not the biggest but you're that's what, basically disney? i would say disney? google or facebook i would google, say google facebook, or facebook. facebook. Yeah, yeah they're they're because high up there too. uh because well, that's all, all they sell they is only, ads. Yep, that's all they all sell is ads um yeah Maybe they're not the biggest, but like that's, but you, that's funny. You got it immediately. I had to think about it a long time, but no, it's like, it's people who get attention and then other people pay them yeah. for that attention. I, I, I would call them attention. a, um, I would call that their business model advertising, but I have had trouble with marketing only because there's probably no one thinking about it, but right. uh, like exactly. they're sort of using the logarithm. But like, if you add yep. people thinking about it, it's probably Apple because Apple has literally yep. bought an arm of the government, like an arm of even more than Amazon, like Amazon weirdly enough, doesn't use their products all that often in the, in their stuff. Right. Uh, but yeah. like Apple purposely, all the good guys use their products primarily mm-hmm. all the time. And then all the bad guys use nondescript Android phones or flip phones, like, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're just definitely never Apple. The evil guys are never wearing it. So watch an Apple show and go through it and pay attention to how often the Apple product shows. And when they're doing it, it's just, this is the ultimate marketing yeah. inception level. And generating good feelings with our products, with the good people, with the, with the, with the, with the heroes. And as people go negative, by the way, as people get evil, if they go, well, you know, they're going to they're gonna move. Like like Nate, I guarantee you, will not be using an Apple phone next year on, uh, on Ted Lasso. Not to spoil that. Sorry about that, guys, if you're not up to date. But um, – and yeah, I know you aren't. Sorry about that. But I literally – I don't I, know what you're talking about. But, well, there's there's a guy that went from good to bad in Ted Lasso. Um, and there's bad guys extent, in Ted Lasso? <laughs> And he, yeah, he was a villain arc. It was a villain arc, and I guarantee okay. he will not be using Apple next year, uh, um, and at least not until he's a good guy again. Because this is absolutely something they think about, which is absolutely that's, crazy. Yeah, that's a big deal. Like you're right, uh, Apple, Google. People wonder why did Joe Rogan get paid so much for his podcast? Because his podcast is a marketing platform. He sells things from his podcast, and they're paying. And Spotify is paying for that attention. And he has a this ton of thing, listeners. Though. He has a ton of listeners. He has a ton he of spend listeners. a lot of money. Um, yeah. I think also. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's one of the first. I insult the listeners a little stuff. bit. Not our listeners. I'm going to sell the Jorga. I also don't think they're the world's smartest listeners as a general rule, um, which is may no, not but they're be younger. The, they're younger. Yeah, they're younger, but I also I don't think they're the world's smartest. Early twenties makes early marketing 20s. working class. Yeah, but marketing makes. I think marketing, like, let's see, marketing works on all of us let's not kid ourselves it works on everybody but i do think it works better on the rubes because the rubes can't even tell when it's happening like they, even though over the head ones i'm just like oh my god like you need a little more yeah like like like, like the ones where you go as you're talking about player product placement you're talking about most people can mention it because they're like oh in this navigation system in my car and i'm like oh my god this is clearly a product place yeah and so that's, that's why so many people send him stuff and that doesn't really he work. mentions it on their podcast yeah 
but that's people the ones will that, buy it. But the ones that are just casually mentioned or something, then it just seems like it's not even a yeah. thing. Those are the inception level stuff. Like that, yeah. I think the Apple stuff is inception level stuff. Like, I mean, people don't even think about watching that show as, as a the longest iPhone campaign. In the, like, it won Emmys, right? Mm-hmm. It won Emmys. It's gone tons of awards. And but what are the is, Emmys? But, but, marketing platform but yes. for movies and TV shows. And this is and they put a marketing platform, won an Emmy on the first round. So of course yeah. they're gonna pay out the actually and they're paying fifteen million dollars, I think, um yeah. out to um something like that. Or maybe it's one point five million. Uh sorry, it's one point five million, I think, to Jason Zudekas for every episode he does, I think, this year. And and then paying equivalent amounts to all the other people. So they're talking fifteen million dollars an episode probably now. Yeah. Why are they paying that much? They won awards, they got critical complaint. But, and then and the, and the whole time they, they first of all they can make some money back in subscription so it's not like they're losing money and then even if they are they just use it as advertising campaign and it comes out of their advertising budget like that's it's it. attention that's you're it. paying for, everything's about everything's about paying for that attention funny you mentioned award shows i think one of the first award shows maybe the first award show ever actually again started by procter and gamble they started an award show for their own television series and they would give themselves an award. And this is back in the day. I think they <laughs> sold it. A, like, literally, like, that was the first award show was started by them. Like, everything is marketing. Like, every magazine you read is marketing. All your blogs are marketing. It's all marketing to sell to people like me so that we can sell you products. And so then you say, like, oh, well, you know, is it, like, I don't know, unethical? I don't necessarily think so because you get genuine value out of entertainment. Uh, you can learn things, right? Just because advertising, but advertising, it's like the Bitcoin I think, of attention, right? I think, like I think Bitcoin it can. Is the energy is what content I think, is I think it can be unethical, which is why I think one of the things I, I do respect the people who are like, I only be, advertise sure. things I actually use, right? And assuming that's true, right. that I respect. Right, yeah. It can be unethical. And there's a lot of, like, if you haven't seen CoffeeZilla uh, on YouTube, he calls out a lot of this stuff. There's a lot of celebrities just selling their souls right now, shilling terrible crypto scams. Um, yes. And, and, it, and it's and, pretty bad out there. And this is why um, I really respect. So one thing that Steve Taylor said was, don't tell me what you think. Tell me what your portfolio, what's in your portfolio regards to finance. And that's why I'm pretty mm-hmm. open about what I own. I'm not telling you guys to own it. I'm telling you guys. And I think being clear about how, what the relevant position in your portfolio is also an issue and why I have issues with Mark Cuban and Dogecoin mm-hmm. was him acting like he had a lot more than he did with just less than 1% right. we talked about. Right. Um, and he's acting like it's a big thing. And he was telling us, Oh, store of value. The best store of value is Bitcoin. Well, I think ethically, that's why I tell you, I only own Bitcoin. I own a significant amount of it. Believe it at that. But that's like ethically. I feel like the way to handle that. That's, mm-hmm. that's how I handle it. And I actually respect Let's put it this way: When we, if we do get big time, I will agree with that. We are not going to sell stuff that we're not going to use ourselves. No. Um, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Because ultimately, the because what are people paying for? They're paying for the attention of your audience, and you don't want to. Everything the audience has to come first. It all it has to be them first. Because if you if you don't put the audience first, you don't put their attention first. You don't respect their attention. Uh, you're going to lose it. It's going to go away. We've seen this with so many celebrities that they just shell out yeah. products and, and, and their brand value is gone, but people who protect it, they, they, they keep it and they stay valuable and they, yeah. and, but then you can actually trust them when they're going to sell you something. You're like, okay, I actually trust this person to sell me something. Cause I've built a trusting relationship with them over the years as a celebrity, which I know is weird. hundred percent. I agree with you. This is basically the difference between a used car salesman and a guy who wants yep. to sell you the new car every five years to you and everyone, a member of your family. One, one, you're not going to lie to anyone. The other one, you can lie to them, show them, 
And, and we've talked about that versus Donald Trump and all this other different contexts about how important mm-hmm. trust really does matter for long-term relationships. And as I said, we'd like to be doing this for a decade or more. Um, and, and therefore I'm not gonna, uh, is, but the other reasons I just wouldn't feel good, but that's, that's a separate yeah. issue, but it's a practical matter. Right. It's a bad strategy. If your goal is a long, exactly. Way. It's right. a practical matter. It's, a, it's, it's, it's just it, a good, it's a good business model to not disrespect your customers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't know that though. I mean, <laughs> but again, see, it's a big, it's a good Twitter. business model. If your goal is long-term if you go and this yeah. is why fraudsters, there are no's can lie to you. Right. Um, yeah. um, but if your goal is long-term solid, like solid profits a whole time, but like, you know, people are happy to give you because they're give, you're getting good, given a good value. That's being honest. That's being trustworthy. And it's also not ripping them off. That's the other thing. Like, right. like it's, it's not just like, yeah. it's not just, Oh, this is a good product, but this is a fair price. Right. Um, right. Yeah. No, I would love to do this for forever. This like, it'd be awesome. Just because if not, if only for, I mean, to make money and all this, just to make it sustainable, just so we can see if our predictions are correct in 10 years, because they're going to be. And then I have <laughs> the proof. And then I had the proof. And I, I can take these episodes and I can shove them in people's faces and say, see, I told you. Yeah, but the, honestly, the other reason I enjoy doing it, I just enjoy talking to you once a week. We, I, I've oh, yeah. talked, I talked to Charles about that. How like I like I part of the reason I like it was I I don't think I talked to you that much um, prior to the podcast. We we were, we were in contact, like we were texting a lot. Oh yeah. yeah, but we weren't like jumping on a phone call and just having a chat. So now now it's like once a week I get to talk to you, and sometimes we chat a little bit before and after. You guys don't always see that. Sometimes the yeah. catching up, the catch, sometimes the catching up doesn't involve you guys. Sorry guys, not you're not privy to everything. <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's you know what the one of the another i'll just throw this out there another reason i would love to get big and like i don't know maybe get on even maybe even get on joe rogan because like he's had such famous people like what do you think they've told him before and after the show he's probably gone to dinner with some really impressive i'd be like all right joe what's the deal yeah <laughs> does bernie sanders smell like potatoes like what's going on over there you know <laughs> what I mean? that's the only that's the only guess we're gonna find out on our own when we interview bernie sanders i think or just i want to get on hot ones i don't know yeah. if he's i mean oh hot ones would be kind of fun I, I I couldn't do it anymore though. I used to eat really hot stuff, and let's start to wreck me. All right. Anyway, but go, yeah, going back, let's, let's jump back to our, uh, our uh, so sh- why don't you pop up, uh, share your screen, pop into the marketing campaign. Let's walk right through it. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of talking about uh, building in public. People talk build is build in public. Document don't create. And realistically, this would all be part of one marketing campaign, but for some kind of content reasons i'm going to break them into different experiments and i thought what we could do is we can run these experiments like once one a month and then we can talk about it on the podcast how it's going and if it really works because also another thing you'll realize if anyone out there ever does this when you're trying to research how to grow a podcast there's like no information and one of the things that's really hard about learning marketing and understanding marketing is marketers can be so insufferable because it's like the first place marketers go to sell marketing like they're just trying to sell you bs marketing techniques to because it's very get rich quick it's the first place people go how do you make money on the internet you'll just see a bunch of bs marketing videos like how do you how do you make it the real stuff the real stuff's always underpay it's yeah, it's, it's, if it's even it, real and then yeah. even then it still might not be real but you have to dig to find real marketing advice you have to really dig you have to read books like things are the books old, are the like, best actually i think yeah but, uh, but you're not, well, if you google something you're not going to find it and so that also applies to podcasting jordan yeah. harminger is literally the only person i've ever heard who talks like honestly and openly about building a podcast uh he's so big for us like it's hard to, i can't even really take his advice seriously either because he's like well if i don't get five hundred thousand 
you know, new downloads with this advertising channel, it's not worth it to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, well, the funny thing is, I, I should probably reach out to him and mention that we are doing this thing because I have not done, I have not. He, I saw him, he's been on uh, YouTube channels and they got like 24 views. I'm like, all right, we could <laughs> maybe, maybe we should reach out to him. Yeah, but yeah anyways, should, like, not even on here, just like even just by text. Yeah, just hey, ask hey. him. Like, like just yeah. text, hey, what, what what do you recommend for good resources on building this thing? We're serious about it. We're going to go for another two, couple of years. Yeah. Well, the reason I bring him up is not necessarily because we know him. It's because he's a very popular podcast. I'm he's a very popular podcast. He knows he's talking about. He has it. inside the industry. He's been going to, he's been podcasting for years and going to all the conventions. Yeah. So do I know how long I list, I've been but listening I have, to him? But I also have like, I mean, he kind of owes me a few times. So like I, I could definitely pop in from for a yeah. few things. And well, he, he got his OG. I started listening to his podcast, I think, in 2008. Maybe effectively that's why we know each other we know each other through him yeah right? yeah so it's kind of funny but so i broke this down into 12 i broke this i don't know marketing campaign into 12 different uh experiments um and the, and really you would want to do all these together so this is kind of where the marketing lesson stops and more okay, like, okay this is a little bit more content stuff but so start with facebook we have a facebook group if you're not on our facebook group please join it um that might yep. be one thing so running facebook ads I i've done a few of those on my own uh, i don't know if i've done a few that. of those yeah yeah and, and we got a few listeners Maybe. out of it uh and so and the, strategies other, to the other thing i looked at it was facebook ads you can target by device so first of all mm -hmm. and then i and then i was trying to tell them where to get it so it looks like based on the numbers we can get on podcasting which is where you have to get your strategic mind on and i'd put it on thinking okay 50% or something like that is just use Apple podcasts. So let's focus and a certain number of and more male than it is female. So I limited to male. I limited to the right age group. And then I aim for Apple. We only have more female listeners though. Uh, yeah. Weirdly enough. Uh, you guys are, you guys apparently like the dick jokes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but, um, um, but I aimed at Apple and like, then, um, uh, you know, iOS devices, then told them to find us on Apple Podcasts, right? And then I would do the opposite for Google and aim at Spotify because Spotify is the second biggest one. And everything else is about 5% of the market and kind of eats up. By the way, I use Pocket Cast, which is weird, um, mainly because it uses, it, I can use it here and I can use it on um, my Alexis. Um, but I'm actually in the minority. The vast majority of people are on Apple Podcasts or they're on Spotify. Um, and I suspect Spotify oh. are probably. Uh, Android users, to be honest, because they're not going to have Apple Music. Yeah, uh, I did. I never downloaded Spotify. It's funny. As soon as Joe Rogan went to Spotify, I like completely stopped listening. I was like, I'm not that. I don't only put it on the background sometimes, anyways. And then he had some interesting guy on Peter Atia who's fascinating. And I was like, oh, I guess finally I'll download Spotify. And it turns out it was already on my phone, and I have an Android phone. And I was like, oh, you. <laughs> you little tricksters yeah so, so when i was adding i don't out, use spotify but this is where i'm like trying to get the most bang for my buck by aiming at the right people and oh by the way it's mostly united states uh other europe is the next second biggest so i also aimed it to the united states so i was specifically aiming like okay who am i going to get the most lookers like the most sorry the most viewers of this ad who could possibly be our listeners we know we also know who's not gonna listen to us we make too many dick jokes to be the, the woke crowd sorry guys um if you at least the woke crowd at least the woke crowd without uh, a sense of humor the ones that have a sense of humor can probably get us because i think we're actually semi-woke in reality our jokes are not <laughs> um so like so there's probably certain groups i would probably not aim us at um and you can sort of exclude right. and stuff. That's the thing about facebook now that's the only one i've experimented with i've not experimented with the next one which is google ads 
Google Ads. My my favorite, my baby. Oh, dude, I'm gonna uh, let you I love take... Google Ads. Okay, explain it. Explain how you would how would you? Okay, we're doing a Google Ad. What what are we doing? How are we doing this? So Google. So the difference between Facebook and Google is Google is intent based. Facebook is not intent based. So Facebook, your ads just pop up. You kind of tell it, this is who I think would like my stuff. And it finds those people and it shows them your ads. Google is intent-based because you only go to Google when you're searching something. So you say, for example, someone might say, you know, a Bitcoin podcast or how to, you know, how to understand the stock market. So you could put these like keywords and these search phrases in and say, when someone searches this, I want them to see my ad. And so it would probably target something like that. You can do demographics as well, but really because it's intent based, I don't really care who's searching it. If they're searching this, like I already know all I need to know about it. If you want to learn about Bitcoin, if you want to learn about the stock market, finances, you know, ETFs and these kind of stuff, like you should listen to our podcast. And so probably throw in, you know, there's Google podcasts, which is what I use. I think you can probably throw ads on there um, and then have them, you know, just go right to our, to our show page. And so typically when in, outside of podcast marketing, when I'm just doing marketing for clients, it's, we usually use Facebook for brand recognition and Google for sales. So it's like, if you want sales, more Google, if you want more heavy conversions, more Google, but if you're trying to build that brand, that like long-term funnel thing, get people, maybe they're not ready right now, but maybe they'll be ready in four to six months, go to Facebook ads because then they'll recognize you. Then they'll go to Google, type it in, see your name. Okay. Click boom. Cause you kind of already got them. So like they're, they're kind of two different strategies there and that's the comparing and contrasting of Facebook and Google. Um, so I just, I like, I like Google more cause it's easier to get an ROI when you're doing advertising, you want return on investment. So if I put in a dollar, I want a dollar 20 back or a dollar 50 back with podcasting. It's a little bit different cause that value is going to be far down the line. So really it's just how much are we willing to pay to get a listener? Right. And that's kind of Jordan Harbinger's point is he's, you know, needs a lot of listeners for a certain amount of money. To get to 150 listeners, even, you know, if it took, so I, I usually think about it in, in terms of this, if someone came up to you and said, Hey, for 500 bucks, would you want that thing? If they could just sell it to you in a store, you know, is it, is that number 250? Is it a thousand? Is it 300? Something off to, we'll have to figure out. I was thinking about starting with these, maybe 150, 200 bucks a month. It's not very much, but again, these are just little experiences. Yeah. I, I was doing 10 bucks every so often when I had yeah. a really great, so like, Part of the reason I think we did the Bitcoin for beginners, so many listeners was I. That was one of the ones I did post. I boosted. I knew it was really good content. I knew how to target it, and I put ten bucks at it. I think for a week or something about that. Yeah. Um, so what's interesting is it's just this is different. Actually, marketing a podcast is completely different than any other. Because usually when I'm marketing things, is to get sales. This is just to get listeners, which is kind of interesting. So it's yeah. like, how do you value them? Which is like, you know, if we if we could get if we could put this entire video on Facebook. How much would we pay for someone to listen to it? Like, would we pay a dollar, two dollars, three dollars? How much would you pay for someone to listen to you for an hour? Kind of like a, you know, most people think about how much would someone pay? How much would I accept to talk for an hour? But it's like almost the reverse. And actually, in marketing, the people, the more you can pay for a customer, those people usually win. For example, um, in SaaS products, mm -hmm. uh, companies will typically pay eleven to twelve months revenue for a single customer. So if it's if you have a subscription for ten bucks that company is in ads is willing to pay $120 to get you to sign up, hoping that you'll stay with them for 11, 12 months and they break even and then you'll stay with them for another month and then they'll be in the black. So that's kind of how SaaS does it. This is obviously not SaaS, so this is uh, different, but that's why I want to do these experiments so we can come up with hypotheses and then actually get some real data and then talk about it 
uh, on air to, since there's no content like this out there. Like, what is it really like? How much does it really cost? Uh, third, social media organic posts and just posting our stuff on the internet, right? So, oh, can, can, we, can we jump Facebook? back? Because I think one thing we didn't talk about, sure. and I see it in your notes, it says looking at our top 10 podcasts. We talked about it a few times, looking at our top 10 past podcast, 10 episodes, Bitcoin for Beginners by far number one. We talked about that. I yeah. knew that much as well. Um, uh, and then, and then you said, um, and then you said, Sorry. so, so we should probably move in that direction, but let's actually throw it out as an outlier 2x. Um, right. I think it's partly an outlier because I, I advertised it, partly an outlier because people ask me of Bitcoin, and I go, and, and it was developed from something else I had already done. I had done a, a write up on Bitcoin for beginners, um, uh, because I got tired of telling people to say, asking the same. 10 to 40 questions and just having to answer them 50 times. I was like, I'm just going to write a document with the help of my mom. Like I wrote it, she edited it. I wrote it, she edited it again. And she knew enough about Bitcoin, but was a beginner that she could like kind of get it right. And then I just used that to start sending it. And we used that to develop the episode. So now I could just send it to people and ask me. So a lot of times people are probably listening to that and then not continuing with our stuff. Um, so it's partly that. And that's why it's a good, that's part of the reason I did it to do it because I knew it was an easy way to kind of get people to listen to our podcast. Right. Um, so it is being pumped. Um, I can tell you that. And then, which but, is good. But then, uh, that, then that means, hey, marketing works. But, but you were saying, um, let's move in that direction or possibly move in that direction. Would you write X actually? You wrote something specific like, um, I said, you know, so it's an out, it's such an outlier. But if we move Bitcoin um, by uh, two and a half times, but you said, but you said, we should probably move in that direction, but let's actually, so I actually right. don't think we should move in that direction. And I'll tell you why. Um, I think we should absolutely continue Bitcoin because we just like it. We're passionate about it. We care about it. We know it pretty well, but there are better podcasts. If you want to listen just about Bitcoin. And in fact, we advertise them. We talk about them. I push you guys towards them. If, and I listen to them myself. Um, and I don't think we're ever going to beat them. And the other problem is, it's a pretty limiting niche like Bitcoin, especially Bitcoin specifically when we don't touch a lot of the other cryptocurrencies, it's a pretty niche area, super niche, probably. And then not niche in the way I think we want to be, which is we're a little bit more fluid. So I think we need to keep doing Bitcoin, but I don't think we should do only Bitcoin. That's what, that's, that's my thought. For those, um, I disagree reasons. a little bit and that's not necessarily what I meant about uh, moving in that direction, move in that direction. Um, I don't like, I don't listen to any other Bitcoin podcasts. So I don't know what they're like, but what okay. I mean is moving in the, in the direction of talking about, you know, crypto finance, the things we're already interested in, right? Because it goes back to that safety thing, right? Oh and yeah. I think we I have a different we value proposition where we're making bets. Like we're, I, I really want to like, we're, we're trying to predict things. <laughs> so it's like, well, a lot of people are too scared, but like, Hey, let's predict things. You know, I'm not saying like price prediction for polka dot today. Like, I don't mean that. I yep. just mean like, and you also need to look like it's Bitcoin for beginners. Okay. So like, should we do Bitcoin for intermediaries? Should we do, you know, per, like price predictions for like, I'm just spitballing here that I don't want to, I don't want to like be those YouTube people who are like, oh, they just placate to the algorithm. Yeah. Not what I'm interested in, but it's almost like if we look at here, I pulled up our top 10, right? So we got Bitcoin okay. for beginners. Can, can I give you my f- Texas uh, yeah, freeze over? Yeah, read them out, read them out. Bitcoin uh, versus all, uh, so Number one is Bitcoin for beginners. Number two is Texas freeze over and the post truth era. Uh, number three is Bitcoin versus altcoin investing. 
So it's actually really all over okay. the place, which is so, kind of interesting. Uh, well, you know, okay, but I can tell you something. So Texas Freeze Out is definitely pumped partly because of me, because we listened to it a few times on my boat. Uh, specifically the part where you were <laughs> we were having really bad jokes. People were dying, by the way, about uh, having the old the old lady's um, uh, bicycle for potatoes, if you remember that joke. And that's why we started playing it. And so there's, there's some pumped up elements. I would take 10 out of that, probably 19. Um um so it's still pretty high but it's you know not... what? that makes sense because i thought that was i did i was like i don't believe that's our number two i thought so so um so that one and then bitcoin versus altcoin investing it's partly being pumped when people ask me about altcoin investing i was like we did a post i said just no is not safe for work we started off cursing because we were both at least i was drinking at the time before we even started recording it um and so that's probably that but also because i think it's linked into bitcoin for beginners i specifically did that so that people would go right. down there if they wanted to ask those questions we talk about it so I think those, those are related right uh you take those out and then i start to get very interesting because genius drugs porn luke's horror story the coinbase ipo and bitcoin shocked that that's next i'm gonna be honest because that would be like a truly organic uh one i don't think i don't think we ever post yeah by the ever. way terrible i terrible title i don't like i don't even know what this thing's about <laughs> <laughs> uh i literally don't remember i'm like genius drugs what is this uh yeah we talked about uh uh, like yeah kids that are geniuses i think and then your your luke's horror story i think it's the one about like how you like got pulled over in the middle of no uh, sorry your car broke down the middle of nowhere oh Uh, yeah you know there's a bunch of other things going on but porn was in there i think we were talking about only fans and stuff yeah uh, yeah. but that's pretty interesting. I didn't know. Okay. I wonder which one it came after. That would be very useful if I knew which one it came after. So it, well, it, it, I have the time it posted. That was back in April. 16th. So it was right after the baby's countries. So it was, yeah. Oh, Cause that's when you need your baby. Yeah. So I guess it, I wonder if we just had like a, a hot time for a moment there. Um, uh, and Bitcoin. For, well, yeah. It's Bitcoin. interesting. Uh, so, cause we had like a lot of them just bunch up in the right on the same time. So a lot of them in these twenties, 24 to twenties, are from uh, February, so no, are 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 um, March. are March, uh, March and April, and then into May. Yeah. So I think they just bunch yeah. up together. We must have. Put, what's what's the earliest one? The earliest one is uh, how to fix how to fix the billionaire problem. Oh, that, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Maybe we picked up some listeners right around that one. That actually makes sense. Uh, we did yeah. and Big Gates blotting out the sun, and we uh, Big Gates blotting out the sun. And, and so I think we just had a hot moment right there for a little while where we had some uh, listeners. And you know what these in. things are also is they're very topical issues, which was was a strategy for a little bit. I think we were trying to talk oh, about certainly like we've done more new stuff. More Bitcoin, new stuff. what the fuck happened yesterday and more thoughts on Bitcoin. That was we absolutely ditched our plan and posted it and got it up the next day um, because and I actually think we should stick to that sometimes. Like when there's an event yeah. happens, we just have to get it out um, right. and own it uh boating unions bitcoin are 17 uh so by the way the the top 10 i guess we should say the top is a 46 bitcoin for beginners we already talked about why that's that big the smallest of the top 10 is bitcoin inequality at 16 so uh so our but it seems like we have gotten as high as um organically i would say organically we've gotten as high as 24 truly organically it's pretty crazy for a podcast which, which yeah. is like uh which is no Outside of posting on social media, uh, nothing. Um, uh, that's what I would say. That was truly organic. I don't think I, uh, I don't think I did any pumping or any specific handing to people or anything like that. Um, so, right. And so this gives us a baseline. So now that when we do our experiments, uh, 
we hopefully have something to compare to. And it does prove that Facebook ads work because by the way, some of that Bitcoin for beginners mm-hmm. ones was not just people I talked to specifically, but yeah. people I was boosting. Um, and it was very targeted. I even thought about the, I, I really wanted that. Unlike some of our, a lot of our, so because we jump around and part of when we started jumping around less, I think it's partly because I don't like writing these long titles with lots of different subjects. Um, and I was like, this is going to be very clear what this show is about because I knew I was going to promote it. I knew from the moment we were going to record it, I knew I was going to promote it. Uh, and I decided right. that ahead of time. So I do think, I wonder if that, is that part of our lesson here? That when we, uh, if, we're, if we're making an episode and we know we're going to promote it to make sure we stay on task. And <laughs> yeah, I think that that kind of goes back to, and, you know, the product. A lot of this hinges on how good the product is, which is just us talking for an hour. Um, and I think we're still, we're still trying to work that out. Like, I mean, what works better just, you know, and really enough, really enough, I'm getting feedback both before. ways. I'm getting feedback both right. ways. And so right. I think the answer is we're going to do a little bit of both. Sometimes we're going to do a targeted right. one, and sometimes we're just going to have to do a little bit more. Uh, let's catch up on three different subjects and banner yeah. about it. Well, the interesting thing about it is to talk about like a value proposition. Like what's the value proposition? Well, the value proposition isn't necessarily going to be – this is maybe an explanation of why we're getting feedback from both. Maybe some of those you and I were better than other ones and then, you know, vice versa where – if you just want the straight facts, you probably, you know, go to the New York Times or go to Rutgers. Like there's new, there's journalists who, whose yeah. job is to give you facts. Yeah. And then there's entertainers and we're somewhere in the middle. And so our value proposition has to be us. What do we do well? And what do people like us doing? Which is like, it kind of gets a little more ethereal and, and harder to pin down. I can't just say, oh, this is a better phone than that one. It's why was that podcast a better episode? It's what was happening? Absolutely one of the hardest problems when we're so one thing, yeah. not on this marketing plan, but we were talking about it earlier, is we're trying to come up with a tagline because Luke has pointed out that we have a great brand name if you already know who we are. I'd rather be right. It sounds I think I love that name. I really do. Uh, but if we're trying to explain what this podcast is to someone, it doesn't really help anyone. Um, so that's why he wants to do a tagline. And we're workshopping ideas. And I think part of the problem is we know what we'd like to talk about, but it's not necessarily cohesive or very specific. Um, it can jump a little bit. It can be a little bantery. Um, and and we've been changing the podcast a little bit along the way, in part because we realized we were talking about things that I think we both understood pretty well, but not necessarily listeners as well. Um, and you guys, maybe you did or maybe didn't. But again, we're not talking to all of you, so we don't really know. I was like, I wonder if they're missing from things is we didn't do some foundational work here. So we've been doing deep dives as a result recently. And, and there's a lot of that going on. Um, and to try to explain to someone what it's about <laughs> has been a little a little right. bit difficult. Um, and it's like it's like drinking with with you and me it's like if you came out to the bar no this is exactly what it is but that doesn't help anyone right like, that doesn't like, help because no one knows because we're not famous and, and no one's drank with the two of us but honestly right, the conversations yeah. we're having are a little bit more structured than mm-hmm. what we would have if we had a bar uh and that's because the one time we did a completely unstructured episode terrible by the way you guys can go find it somewhere it's down there <laughs> it was joked that it was gonna disappear someday because it's it's way too in jokey. We we kind of fell back on the whole. It was way too much banter about the same topic and like never. And I actually really enjoyed recording it and hated listening to it. Um, and and that was so that was like from now on we're like we were like we we're always going to have at least a few ideas jotted down, some some things mm-hmm. we can talk about, a little bit of an outline. And right. but so I would say it was a more organized version of what it was like when the two of us were just. And that's part of the reason we decided to do the podcast because mm-hmm. when. 
our friend Henry suggested it. I was like, oh, this makes sense. I actually really enjoy our pot, like our discussions in a way that I don't enjoy it with a lot of other people. I'm not saying that I don't enjoy other conversations, but I was like, even if I were on the outside, I think I would enjoy listening to these because these are right. That's what I'm trying. That's how I see it too. It's like I'm trying to make it to something that I would want to listen to. Like if I wasn't part of this duo, if I found this podcast, I'd be like, oh, like people talking about like what I'm interested in. And that's, you know, everything I talk in about. In a like, style that I like to listen to it. Which in is a style, yeah, exactly. Which is some laughs along the way. And we have a good little mm-hmm. fun, little, little fun. And I think we have that, but it's a very weird thing to market. <laughs> it's very weird, yeah. It's, which is what, kind of why I'm attracted to it. I'm like interested in doing this because it's like, oh, wow. Like it's is, this is this is very different than anything I ever market. And what's interesting is I've been trying to get clients and other companies, let's just call them clients, you know, whether I'm in-house or agency or freelancing to like do stuff like this. Cause I really think content marketing like is the thing. Like if you want to do stuff, like it's the thing, which goes into a bunch of philosophical reasons, but it's like, it, it's hard to sell people on this cause it's so hard. But like now that we get to do it, I'm like, Oh, this is so much fun. Even though we, you know, but even think about it this way. Sure. We have 15 listeners, right? If there's 15 people in your house just listening to us talk. That'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I, I do think about that. Like, and, and they're tuning in every week, and I'm like, that's kind of insane. Right. Like, okay, right. I, yeah. I, I always thought what I was saying was interesting, and now I have some evidence that's true. But like, I, right. I yeah, but but it's a practical matter. Uh, you can't make a whole lot of money off of unless I'm start charging you guys all, and I'm not. We're not going to do that. We're, we're our goal is to get large enough that we can right. we can actually have ads in here. You guys will listen to them, and if you guys like the product, you guys will go out and buy them. And otherwise, you can skip over it, yeah. right? Like we do a lot. But of podcasts. yeah, which won't be for a while. Like won't be for a couple of years, most likely. Even if we grow, we grow, we grow. It's like oh, 150 is the goal, gets. but I think we we can't even yeah. make money at 150. It's just at 150. Everything's ever told me like if you just keep making a good product, 150 people who really love it are going to tell all their friends, "Oh, you're really... the friends that they know will like it," which will add a few more, and then they'll add a few more, and then you kind of grow organically. Yeah, and right now we need to get to that's there. That's Dunbar's number. That's really interesting. That's why that he. That's why the person thought it was. And like he, he did multiple experiences. He had started podcasts. And he said he kept coming out to Dunbar's number, and he's like, "This gives me a really good idea that Dunbar's number is correct." And then he's, and he said, but he did say it was 150 like people who really, which I think goes back to Kelly Kelly's true fans. He's like, you, you know, they have yeah. to really like it. It can't just be 150 casual right. listeners. Um, right. But that's the that's the advantage I think of podcasting is if someone's going to listen to your podcast, they do like it. Like someone watches your YouTube video, even your TikTok. Like I've, I've made TikTok videos that have hundreds of views, but it's like that, like what, like what, who are those people? Does it matter? Like they're ghosts, right? This is like, obviously someone's like downloaded our show and like listened to it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that's a real person there. Uh, cares about what we have to say. So we're coming up on time. I don't know if you want to keep going or let's just keep let's just keep going. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's keep going. Let's finish it, uh, guys. Okay, we're gonna finish this one. It's gonna be a little longer because I, I think this is basically a business meeting, and you guys are just gonna hear it all. So, but let's go a little faster now. Okay, so we got twelve experience. We did Facebook ads. We did Google ads. Uh, I think we're at social media organic posting right yeah. now. Yeah. Just posting, uh, posting more on uh, social media. I've done a little bit of that on LinkedIn. I think we could do a little bit more of that on Facebook groups, but also Twitter. Uh, maybe uploading the videos, uh, downloading the videos, uploading them, having people watch on uh, YouTube or Facebook. Um, yeah, we got, might be something interesting to try. We want to get, we want to get um, better, uh, better videos, and me not leaning into the camera. Yeah, so that's that's another thing I was thinking too. Although you guys should see Nate right now. He looks like a like a hipster who has ten <laughs> girlfriends. <It's crazy. laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but one thing I have been doing is Facebook group posting a little bit, not just our new podcast, which has gotten a few listens, I think, um, but 
trying to inject him with a little humor in it, a little bit of personality. Uh, the most recent right. one made a joke that you could listen to it uh, on your next drive or during your next bowel movement. Uh, and either way, <laughs> we don't judge because I was like, that's the kind of joke we would make. And I just thought it was funny. <laughs> and we, and I started doing posts occasionally from the group texts and, and, um, and stuff like that, just getting reactions. And I, but I just want to keep it limited. But I think part of it may not just be, unless you create, unless you disagree here, shouldn't be just the podcast. It should be occasionally just building like a community almost, right? Right. So that's kind of uh, eventually when we do another one of these and we get in, maybe we can get more into like, what is it, what is social media marketing? How do you do it? One of the things that I actually have to answer, I, I don't know, I'm always answering questions on the internet, but one of the things that people don't get about promotion is it actually has to be like value. You can't just advertise, right? And so posting on Facebook or posting on LinkedIn, that post should have value in of itself to not even, shouldn't even necessarily be designed to get people to listen to the podcast. They should just consume that post and enjoy it. And yeah. then maybe you can move them um, forward. So there, there's techniques within all of these. This is just very high level view. Um, that I was thinking maybe as we get into it, we can, uh, wasn't there some what? weird text you sent us about like something or rather in the podcast, it was like a meme with the podcast and the podcast guy like jumps out. Like they're trying to get you to listen to your podcast. I think I, I was like, we should just post that on our group. It's like, I, I think it was about, it was about COVID. It was about, uh, uh, it was like a diagram that showed like, you know, if, if you're both of you are just talking and you don't have masks on, like the trans, the chance of you transmitting uh, COVID is high. But if you just listen to my podcast, there's no, and, there's and no then the guy jumps out the window COVID. or something. And like, and the whole joke yeah. is that, like, if you listen to my podcast, the guy just doesn't want to talk to you anymore. I was like, we should put, I think we should post that on our, on our, our group. Yeah. Uh, Cause I think it's just hilarious, kind of like, hilariously self-aware about what we're doing right now. Um, yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to find that. But I think I should. I, should I mean, a little someone, bit. Of, yeah. I, I happen to think self-deprecation works a little bit, and I think we both do engage in it a little bit. So it's 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 fun. Oh, yeah, it definitely works. I like it. Okay, um, so we'll have to add that, that one to the. Okay, um, then the next one, one is direct messaging. I guess that's like just telling your friends and family and anyone else. Or it's a little bit like biz dev. So like, yeah, like taking our podcast and then instead of just posting it, like finding people and sending them messages. Who might be interested? Hey, check this out. Check this out. Uh, How do you do that without being like intrusive? Like, like, like is it just random? No, it's people? intrusive. It's intrusive for sure. You're like uh, it is a little intrusive. bit, but like it's not. It like it depends on how you do it. I mean, right? I don't want to be the guy. Like, I get these these random quote unquote hot women from Asian who are definitely not the real people. Message me about well, the latest crypto grab garbage. As ignore them. No, it wouldn't be like that. It wouldn't be like that. We, there, we'd have to figure out. Well, that's why. It, that's why it's month four to give me some time to figure out. But I used to do. This oh, okay. These are twelve experiments through the twelve. Okay, I didn't realize that. These are yeah, twelve yeah, experiments like for twelve or... months. Twelve months of right. Uh, oh. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I did not realize that. I did. That was not listed yeah. here. I just read those twelve. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought. I thought it was okay. It's December. It's about to be January. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Okay, podcast ads, um, Spotify like ads. Um, yeah, I've, I read a little. Spotify. Bit we kind of talked about this a little bit. Maybe like, but I'll, yeah, but also if we can find some other um, podcasts and maybe offer them fifty bucks. Yeah. Talk about us, something like that. Uh, YouTube ads, running ads on YouTube, um, posting videos on YouTube, starting a, our own YouTube channel, posting yep. videos on there, go and then. Uh, I think what might be a big deal is going on other podcasts. So hopefully some of this awesome. works. We can yep. grow a little bit of an audience and yep. then maybe we can be guests on someone else's podcast. A hundred percent. I agree with you. Like, I think the problem is like right now we could, we'd have to be begging to come on. Uh, we don't have, we don't basically right. don't have a value proposition for them. Right. But if we get, exactly. if we have, if we have 
if we had 5,000 listeners, it's not a lot, but it's not nothing. Right. Um, right. Um, and, and that'd be fundamentally different than 15. So, so it's like, it's like, we need to get to, uh, we right. need to get to a little bit of a level on our own. Um, exactly. Um, and I uh, think it also SEO. shows that we're, I also think it shows that we're in it for the long haul, right? Like it's not like, Oh yeah. Just bail. Okay. Yeah. Search engine. Yeah. So SEO through a blog. Yeah. So like, uh, our website, you know, like turning, like basically, like, so I'll just tell everyone, I kind of wrote all this out in an article format and the idea would be to post this on our website. And so maybe we can make a, uh, one of our episodes uh, every month. If we can like, if, you know, we're, we're talking about maybe doing, you know, certain ways we might do the podcast, we can turn them into articles and we can post them on the internet to get some uh, traction that way, building an email list. That's really like, you know, so then we can let people like Tim Ferriss has one, build an mm-hmm. email list. And, the thing about this is you could, I mean, you go on forever. So then we can do Facebook ads or Google ads to the email list, right? You do Google ads to the blog. Like there's different things you could do here um, to build the rest of them. And these are all just kind of like guesses. And so, uh, well, not guesses, but experiments. So the idea is like maybe at the start of the month, we'll say, I think this will work. Boom, do it this way. And then we'll come at the end with the results, stuff like that. It's us 10. Um, we don't have 12 yet. We need a couple of two more, I guess. Yeah, I think one, one thing I want to add, and I don't know if it should be experiment, so much as something we just commit to. I really believe the swag is important, and here's why I'll tell you I've gotten people to listen to the podcast, or at least I think I have, don't know for sure because again, not great tracking as we talked about on podcasts. Um, through my Bitcoin rewards card of all things, because it'll be like, wow. Oh, you're into Bitcoin, right? And I was like, If we just if we have swag that we are wearing ourselves that we like when we're out and about. People will ask what the hell that is, and like, well, it's something to talk about. If we're, we're trying to get to 150 begging so it's not even handing out swag it's wearing swag wearing things that we yeah. want to we're happy to wear and happily i'll hell i'll give it for free to you guys listeners if you guys want to wear it and it's something you guys would actually wear um it's not and then eventually obviously handing it out and then they'll, hopefully they'll wear it but um but the point is like right now just starting without having to go, hey, if you're listening to my podcast and they're really, oh no, what is that? Like it comes more organically. And we've talked about how to, we've talked about how to meet people. I think the more organic you can make it, the more natural it comes off, um, which is all about controlling the, uh, in the marketing sense is controlling the, um, the tone, right? Um, right. So, that, so you're not like, oh, again, this is, it's, it's the long-term relationship versus the, uh, versus the used car salesman effect, right? It comes up right. organically and naturally. And a way to do that is just wearing something you're actually proud to wear that has our logo on it. And I, I don't. Uh, we could take it back to our uh, dating days, cold approaching random people and just downloading our podcast on their phone. Oh, yeah. And one other thing we need to do is tell all of our friends to listen to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, they owe us, they're friends. And also yeah. tell them, even if you don't like it, rate it five stars, please. Right. Yeah. Like lying. So I think that's a little yeah. bit of that's that's a straight up marketing line. Like that's straight lying, up marketing yeah. line. But yeah, is, well that yeah. I mean, we know it's gonna BS happen. Stuff. Right, yeah. There's a lot. I mean, you can get real gorilla with it. You get real gorilla with it, which is kind but of But like funny. I don't I don't want to I don't want to really want tons of people like just lying about the podcast. But like presumably if our friends <laughs> are like, oh no, like yeah, but if if your friends uh who are like ah, you know, you're really a four star, but I gave you five. I'm completely okay with that. Yeah. I've done right. that to my I've done that to my friends. We've all done it. <laughs> uh, the thing I think I would say if you do do that, try to rate it honestly while giving it a five star review. Like being clear about who it's for, right? Uh, right. And again, we're not we're not for the people who take um who don't have a sense of humor. We can tell you that. Right. 
Just a little lying, guys. That's all we're asking. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. <laughs> a tiny Actually, I, I, would I would tell you to lie in the five star review, and then be accurate. Right. Accurate in the written part. In the review. Right. In the review. Yeah. That's yeah, what I, I take those more seriously, anyways. So, anyways, yeah. So that's basically it. Right about an hour, fifteen minutes here. Uh, we can continue this another time, but I think that pretty much gives you the gist. What do you think? I like it. I think we got some plans. And that'll be uh, ten thousand dollars a month, Nate. So uh... <laughs> that's right. I hired him. So uh, ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin. <laughs> in Bitcoin, yeah. There we go. Uh, uh, anything else you want to say before we wrap up? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think we got a plan. I, I, oh, oh, I do want to say this. Uh, this week, Luke was right. Hey, I like it. Finally got one. All right, guys. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that. We'll be back uh, again very soon with more. Please like and subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends about us. Tell your and, parents and about lie, us. Only lie with the five stars. Be honest with yeah. the real act with the content. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Christmas is coming up. The holiday. Grab your dad's phone. Put us on there. Download it. Give us five stars from his phone. Yeah, that's the Christmas gift. That's the Christmas gift for us. It's, it's their gift. Hey, you, you listen to these two uh, these two guys talk shit about things, and maybe <laughs> tell you buy Bitcoin. Yeah. All right. Have a good one, guys. All right, and see you guys later. Beep.